Welcome to the very first episode of Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Malaya Sego, a senior journalism student at Marquette University. I created Let's Talk About It to serve as a space for Black voices to be heard, understood, and felt. This podcast will be centered around Black stories, thoughts, and experiences, and will feature a piece of poetry that is specifically picked and read by our guest speakers. The topics of discussion are real situations that call for immediate action. Today, we'll be discussing Black voter suppression in the 2020 presidential election. Before we start, let me introduce you to one of our guest speakers for today, Richard Nabuzer. Nabuzer is a 2020 graduate of Marquette University from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He graduated with his bachelor's degree in both political science and sociology. During his time at Marquette, Nabuzer spent a semester interning for government officials in Washington, D.C., worked in multiple campaign offices, and was the vice president of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, better known as the NAACP, at the collegiate level. He is now switching to nonprofit advocacy work and is in the process of doing so. We will now turn it over to Nambuzer as he shares his own spoken word poetry piece. This is the game we play every day for survival. In the mill, we catch pops, catch bodies, catch cases. Live for so long, street signs, plantations. Why that man homeless if the block half vacant? Tell me what's the truth for all the lives that's flagrant. My youngest 16, he ain't even get to graduate. Got a eulogy before diploma. That's sad to say. Stop going to church, but I ain't like a faith. Me and Ty like Dragon Cole, one day we might pass a race. Faith. All these people claim they woke, could be sleeping in a coma. I could spot a coon easy, smell the aroma. His brain ain't big, but that's just a hematoma. You ain't built like us, just a kid playing girl, free to eat. Hit the boys with a diamond. The feds want to hit the corner with excitement. So enticing, way they give us these vices, places in position where our vision is blinded. With the presidential election just around the corner and COVID-19 still in full effect, many voters have been trying to find alternative ways to vote and stay healthy. However, many Black voters say they don't trust mail-in or absentee ballots. And while decades of disenfranchisement plays a huge factor in this distrust, issues surrounding mail-in ballots during the primaries have only added to it. According to the Associated Press, in Georgia, roughly 12,500 mail-in ballots were rejected in the state's June primary, while California tossed more than 100,000 absentee ballots during its March primary. Reasons vary, from ballots being received after the deadline to voters' signatures not matching the one on file with the county clerk. However, multiple studies show these same mail-in ballots from Black voters are rejected at a higher rate than those of white voters. Nabuzer shares his insight. Wow, the results of this election cannot be blamed strictly on black voters because voter suppression is something that has been, I mean, it's been going on since, since we got the Voting Rights Act, voter suppression has been going on because it's been a way to try to roll back the gains that we've made in that arena. So, I mean, we know voter suppression exists with simply, oh, if you have a felony, you can't vote. That, that's, I mean, that's one of the most common acts. We know it exists through gerrymandering. Um, we know in many states that they have voter ID law. And then, obviously, now in, in the era of COVID-19 and where, you know, you have to do absentee ballots, that's also become problematic. And it's simply the fact that nobody really wants to go vote in a pandemic. And nobody should be expected to go vote in a pandemic. I mean, I, if we really live in a democracy, why should people have to sacrifice their life? Aside from worrying about if our vote will be counted, a big issue for a lot of Black Americans concerns the presidential candidates. We are aware that both candidates don't serve the interests of the black community, and somehow, here we are, stuck choosing between what many may call the lesser of two evils. 
really even a moderate Democrat. Honestly, in a lot of other countries, Joe Biden would be considered a right wing. So you really have a right wing Democrat and you have what some people will consider a fascist in Trump. So in terms of black voters, it, it, some people will say that, like they're saying, that there is a lesser of two evils and that even though Joe Biden is bad as he is, he's not going to be a, a, a damaging threat to his American democracy or he's not going to be a damaging threat to our stability as Donald Trump is. But that, that kind of thinking, I would say that it puts Donald Trump in this area where we look at Donald Trump as he's an anomaly or he's an aberration from what already existed. And that we don't look at it that it's the failures of, say, Joe Biden and politicians like Joe Biden from 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years before that led us to this position. So for what I would personally say to black voters is that I'm not in personally in a position to where I can honestly say that, if, say, under a Joe Biden presidency, that we would be any more closer to progress. I think if, I think I'm not going to tell people not to vote for Joe Biden if they feel that he's truly lesser to evils, that he brings so much stability to a system that we both know was already on the downhill. But I'll say this, if you voted for Joe Biden and you think he's the lesser of the two evils and that you're, you're going to go back to some utopia that existed before 2016, I would say that you're sadly mistaken. If Joe Biden is in office, if Joe Biden was to be elected today or he's elected November 8th, you will definitely have to be just as much in the streets protest and do whatever you have to do to get things you want to pass just as much as you would if Donald Trump was in office. Anybody who thinks that they're going to go back to sleep or they think that Joe Biden is in office, the world is going to become a better place, they're sadly mistaken because all evidence shows that that's definitely not going to be the case. With all of these issues in the air, feeling overwhelmed is normal and not voting is looking like an ideal choice for some. In our interview earlier this week, Victor Hill, a student at Western Michigan University, explained his thoughts behind his choice of not voting. Well, for starters in general, I felt this year they made the election process a lot harder for certain people than it needs to be. Like, for example, I can't go to the usual church down the street for me and vote. And uh, honestly, you can say that's out of laziness. You're just not trying to get my vote in. But I have to go through like many loops as far as like online voting waiting for my ballot to reach me, and we've already been having problems in my area just getting my regular mail, let alone a voting ballot. So it's like just certain process that we have to wait on, and then my mail ballot didn't even come yet, and then now I get all these emails and stuff about online voting, and I'm like, okay, maybe take that route, but then we're hearing all these things that votes might not be calculated after me. Cool. That's like, also, then we move towards the candidates, we all know that Donald Trump is, a lot of stuff he does is self-explanatory. It doesn't need to be really talked about. But as far as Joe Biden goes, you know, I honestly feel that Joe Biden and Donald Trump are two sides of the same coin. One is just more blatant about what he does, and Joe Biden just know how to be more prettier and in your face with it. After watching the you know, debate, I just feel like, we you know, we have two petty children running for office, and I'm not really up for someone forcing my hand telling me I should vote for the lesser of two evils because, you know, an evil is still an evil. Basically, you know, you, you basically, people asking to get killed two different ways. You know, one saying, cut my head off, the other one saying, give me poison. I don't feel like, I don't feel like that's necessary. I feel like this election, they're trying to force a lot of people's hands. You're giving us, you're narrowing down our, uh, our options when neither of them are really worthy. And for the most part, yeah, that's the main reason why I'm not voting. And while we continue to push voting in the black community, we shouldn't disrespect those who choose not to vote. 
Reflecting on the systemic issues embedded in our political processes and everything around us, I must ask myself the same question time and time again. How do we reconstruct a broken system that is not meant to serve us? You can email me your thoughts at laymac7 at gmail.com, L-A-Y-M-A-C-7 at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the first episode of Let's Talk About It, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Until next time.